have you ever been to the most, you know, fabulous place in the world where magic happens? Of course, I'm talking about Disney. And you get to Disney, you're all excited. You have some kids maybe in tow, or maybe you're lucky enough not to. Um, But when I go, one thing that I notice everywhere, as I walk around and I just kind of calmly look around, I notice lines, 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 like everywhere there's a line. And even if you get the quick pass, right, that used to exist, now it's a little different. It's, it's just like a hurry up and wait game, right? Even if you have the speedy pass, you know, whatever, the, the newest version of what they're doing, and you still have to wait. I was there recently with my kids and the we were in line. It was going smoothly, going fairly quickly. And then I didn't have the fast pass and I was sitting in line with my kids and it stopped. And literally we waited for over an hour, but I watched as everyone on the fast pass side continued to move on. By the time we get to the front, I asked the gal that was there, the cast member, like, Hey, you know, we just waited an hour. And then I was told, Oh, well, we have two different, you know, rides, the two different ones and one is broken. And so we're only having one and, you know, these people paid. So we needed to, you know, make sure that we got them through. And she was quite rude. Actually, I was shocked. And I was thought to myself, like, uh, if hurry up and wait is what I'm going to be doing, I would rather procrastinate with my my work than in this line. So what are some ways, and of course you can always find research that supports your kind of take on things. So I found um, in Getting Things Done, the book Getting Things Done, David Allen shares that smart people procrastinate. So I mean, I'm like, yes, of course we do. I'm so smart. Um, However, procrastination is something that I do well. And so here are some ways that you can practice procrastination well. All right. If you're going to do that. And if that's who you are, number one, always have a list. So I really am excited uh, about a couple of different planners that I have. I have some that are digital. I have some that are actual tactile pieces of paper that I, I, use and then I get to rip them out and I have that list and I'm done. So I can make that list and determine what do I need to do today that I can procrastinate on no longer. It is due. Another, so that's called sequencing. So you have this whole entire list. If you're digital, you can just move things around, which is really nice. If you are not, I'm writing the number one down to things that are most important, two, three, four, fives, so that I have an idea. And what I do at the end of every single day is I add to my list. I cross things off that are done, add to my list anything else that's come up, and then I number those as well. So the next morning, I know exactly what I need to be doing. Put pressure on yourself in situations. Practice pressure because there's nothing like being last minute and feeling like, oh, the heat is turning up. Maybe take a full day off every other week. And here's why. And I just do nothing. It's because I do procrastinate well, but that means I'm go, 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 go. And at some point in time, I'm going to crash. And so I do have Fridays planned into my work week where I can just crash. Now, it doesn't always work that way. Sometimes I have to be with a client or something like that. But know that if you are practicing procrastination, it is likely that you are an achiever. You're really activating, getting things done. um, But that comes at a cost. And so you do need time to just... 
decompress and take that day off. Every other week, just do nothing or do things that aren't related to what you need to be doing for work. Uh, and then that final thing to think about is creating that silent place where you don't have technology or any other kinds of um, I guess things that would take away your attention or might cause you to not be as focused. So for me, that would be anytime I'm working on design projects, I'm going to turn off anything that makes noise. So that could be my phone. It could be my computer, my outlook, making a ding noise. I log out of as many applications as possible so that I don't get those little dinging noises from things that I didn't think about. Uh, I have a second computer often up and on. And my husband sometimes has his um, iPad that he's charging in here. And I found that it will ding and ding and it'll drive me crazy until I realize, oh, it's his iPad. It's not mine. And then I have to, you know, remove that from my space. So if you want to practice procrastination well, make sure that you create that silent zone so that you can focus in. Because remember, you're putting pressure on yourself and you're getting that, whatever that number one task is, done today. All right. So if you're like me, and you want to procrastinate, you probably didn't listen to this podcast today because it's not number one on your list. However, hopefully you attend some of our free webinars, which could become a number one on your list, giving yourself time to really focus on you and learning and discovering, or come to one of our sessions. We would love for you to come to our crash courses, which are great for procrastinators because they're only three hours long. So you can get it done quickly and really have things to take away immediately. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and this is your creative training technique tip. We'll see you next Friday.